getting started. Uh, Jeez. Pumpkin seeds are repeating on me. Good evening, everyone, and happy Halloween. <laughs> I am Barney Bondust. And I am Tarantula Ghoul. And we would like to welcome you to Living the Scream, the behind the scenes of The Mummy and the Monkey Show. So, without further ado, here is Grim Gordy and Janet Decay. <laughs> well, hey, hey everyone, welcome to Living the Scream. Uh, thank you, Barney Bone Dust and Tarantula Ghoul, for introducing us. Uh, it's Halloween night, man, Halloween night. You're having a good time. We're actually uh, halfway through the trick-or-treating process here. Happy Halloween! Oops. We have some trick-or-treaters at the door right now. We're giving them candy. Happy Halloween! <laughs> yes, uh, I'm in costume as Barney Bone Dust, and we'll post pictures. Uh, of uh, what we're wearing. Actually, we'll probably ask uh, send a picture and have Dino Eweld, our uh, main man on the other on the other side of uh, posting our show, to put this in the background uh, picture of uh, Janet and I in our costumes, our Halloween costumes for 2017, as we dole out candy. I've got a whole uh, bucket here of candy. There's uh, lollipops, baby roots, dots, mm. and I think some Three Musketeers or Mars left. I don't remember. And if it's those all mixed run out, in. we're going to give away, what, rubber bugs? Yeah, when these run out, I've got a bucket of, like, plastic bugs and spiders. And yeah. Just, like, random. And I guess if we run out of those, I can give some away old some... old medical waste that we found on Lake Erie. No, no, summer. no. Oh, none of that? Maybe some packs of, like, microwavable popcorn or hot chocolate. Now you said you did that one uh, Halloween weekend, right, that you I gave did. away? One year at my old house, and it was before we were dating... I wasn't expecting that many trick-or-treaters, so I just had a little bit of candy, and I actually ran out. So yeah, I was giving out packets of hot cocoa and popcorn. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so you got to do what you got to do. You got to improvise sometimes on, on uh, trick-or-treat night. Yeah, we're actually in our foyer. Uh, there's another hour left here to uh, for the kids to be out trick-or-treating. So you're in Cleveland town. Yeah, we thought we'd uh, you know start we record our show while we we're <laughs> waiting uh, for the, the the kitties to come along. Um, we're, we're munching on some delicious pumpkin seeds, Janet roasted up, and uh, some apple cider. Sipping on that. It's a chilly, chilly night here. Very Halloween chilly, night. but dry. You know, it's not raining. It's not snowing. They mm -hmm. can still, the kiddos can still go out. I see a lot of coats over the costumes. Yeah, or stuffed underneath, I saw too. Or stuffed underneath the costume, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Some extra padding for Incredible Hulk or Spider-Man. Yeah, you never know. Um, you know it's just <laughs> kind of chilly, but yeah, so we're, uh, we're, we're going to... Hang, you know, hang out here and happy that you're hanging out with us. Uh, you're probably obviously listening to this after Halloween, but... I hope you guys all had a good Halloween if you're listening to this after the fact. A frightful night indeed, yeah. And uh, you had, like I said, Barney Bone Dust and the, the Tarantula ghoul, ghoul introduced us. And why don't you tell everybody a little bit about the Tarantula Ghoul? Okay. Uh, well, first, last year we were the mummy of the monkey to pass out candy. Um, but this year I wanted to do something different and... We could be other people too, and for Halloween, it's it's fun to dress up as other people. Yeah, because we dress up like we're uh, mummy and the monkey year round, yeah. pretty much. So people would tell us nice costumes, and I would say, "Oh, maybe one day I'll get to wear a costume." <laughs> so yeah, I am dressed as Tarantula Ghoul. In the 1950s, she was Portland's very first horror movie hostess. Yes, even Portland, Oregon, was bitten by the uh, horror host bug in the 50s. 
and she was on TV for a little while, but it was uh, very risque. In the 50s, she uh, was with child and not married. Oh, my um, Lord. So they canceled the show, and, and she was out of a horror-hosting job. Scandal! But what? she had two wonderful sons, and uh, in interviews, you know, they say that... And you're in touch? You're, you're in touch with the sons, yeah? Yes, with one of them I talked to on Facebook, right. and I'm going to send him pictures of my tarantula ghoul costume. Unfortunately, there's no video that survived of tarantula ghoul. People just didn't keep stuff like that or think about archiving anything. Yeah, and that, that actually, sadly enough, uh, uh, applied to a lot of the uh, horror hosts and a lot of TV shows back then. Uh, Cleveland's own, uh, the first actual Cleveland horror host, not Grim Gory, who was supposed to be, according to Grim Gory anyway, um, but Mad Daddy was, uh, the Mad Daddy was a radio personality in Cleveland, uh, 1958, and uh, he was supposed to be, he was the first horror host in Cleveland, but uh, his show lasted a few months, I think. And yeah, it just didn't, it, it didn't, didn't catch, catch on. on. No. And I don't think they saved any of the video There's from not him. There's tons of audio of footage bits from him. And some still pictures and stuff like that, some yeah, promotional things he shot. It's, speaking of that, Tarantula Ghoul, even though she had no video, she was also in a rock band, Tarantula Ghoul and her Gravediggers. Oh, yeah. And so there's a 45 record out that's Tarantula Ghoul, and one side is Graveyard Rock, and the other side is King Kong. So if anyone has a copy of that, please send it to <laughs> uh, the Mummy and the Monkey. Uh, P.O. Box, box 53534. 35534. Cleveland, Ohio, 44135. Uh, and we'd be more than happy to take... One or as many copies as anyone might have out there. <laughs> don't look it up on Google don't, or, or on eBay, please. Whatever you do, don't look it up. Just I've send it to I've been outbid us. on that record many times. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to acquire that record. No, but yeah, so she had a novelty 40, uh, 45 uh, out, you know, a, a single out in, um, what, 58, I guess, um, 59. I don't remember the exact year, <clears throat> but it was around the time she was popular on TV in Portland. Right. Yeah, and she just kind of faded away. She raised a family, and that was it. She just never went back to showbiz. Yeah, I raised a family. Didn't go back to showbiz. Um, passed away in the 80s, and uh, her sons are still around, and the one um, is very nice on Facebook. So yes. thank you for your kindness, and I will post pictures later, and I hope I do tarantula ghoul justice. Yeah, and she does. Where do you see these pics? Uh, yeah, and uh, so do yourself a flavor and uh, look up, you know, Google tarantula ghoul. And uh, to get a gander of what we're talking about here. There's only um, a handful of photos of her. Well, there's stuff. If you, it's, yeah, if you look it up, you'll find it. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm dressed tonight as Barney Bone Dust. Uh, this is a character I created for uh, our not-so-famous monster shtick that we do, or bit. Uh, he appeared, I believe, on the second episode of season one. Season one's not-so-famous monsters. The premise there, again, uh, for our show is that uh, Grim Gory has uh, uh, his... his Erie Cinematary, you know, that's located on an old uh, graveyard, is a mausoleum uh, that was retrofitted uh, to be a broadcast station in 1958 for a show he was supposed to do in Cleveland to be Cleveland's first horror host. Never happened, uh, but uh, consequently there were a lot of other auditions from that year, from 1958, and Barney Bone Dust happened to be one of them, and Grimm is in possession of all these reels of, uh, of uh, demo reels. So you you've know. heard of the famous Monsters of Filmland magazine. Yeah. Grim Gory has the not-so-famous monsters reels. Yeah, the idea, the concept was to take, uh, like, America's Got the Talent or uh, American Idol and uh, do that type of thing, like an audition. Of, you know, for the horror host world. And yeah, Grim has this archive of, of uh, ancient audition tapes, you know, for when, when horror hosting was a big thing in the country. And Cleveland was looking for theirs. Anyway, uh, and you know, Barney Bondust talks like this a little bit different. 
Tarantula uh, Ghoul is more spooky and serious. Yeah, and you did it, but you did a, a, a character for season one, episode one. It was uh, Nightshade. Oh, yeah, I've, I've kind of based on Tarantula. Kind of, kind of like a version, a mix between Tarantula Ghoul and Vampira, but I created a a retro character, a Mistress Nightshade, and yeah, she was in season one. I don't remember the episode. It was episode one. Was that episode one? Yeah, yeah. Ladies first. I I would have probably used yours first. Oh, okay. We, we shot Barney Bone Dust. So maybe and Nightshade maybe Nightshade night. and Bone Dust will come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, Barney Barney Bones Bone Dust is definitely coming back for season three of Mummy and the Monkey. That that script has already been written. It was actually actually supposed to be um, the script I wrote. Oh, that's right. Ha yeah, we'll br we'll be, bring him back. It was supposed to be for season the last season the last episode, but we. Uh, didn't have time to shoot it and wanted to get something out, but, uh, hey, these things are, you know, we can kind of move stuff around and, and, and have fun with it, so we are. So. And you've got this long, like, Rob Zombie-looking wig right now. Yeah, yeah. So A top hat with a skull on it. Yeah. You've got this white pirate shirt, gothic well, shirt. Like a prince shirt or something. Or like a prince shirt. Yeah. I, I always think of the Seinfeld episode, I don't want to be a pirate. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But, um, yeah, we'll have a picture posted behind this podcast, uh, you know, have, have a still picture. Yes. We'll send Dino a, a picture of both of us dressed like this so we can use it for the That'd be the great. Bag. Yeah. So, uh, and it'll make it look more Halloween-y. Can you say that on the air, Halloween? Halloween-y. Halloween-y. I just said it, so there Oscar you go. Meyer Halloween-y. Oh, I wish I was an Oscar Meyer weenie. So, what else <laughs> is going on? Halloween. Oh, well, okay, so, so. we had an amazing weekend yes. before Halloween, and we were discussing oh, it last podcast of all the goings-ons we were doing. So Let's uh, download that thing, right? Another Goularty Fest in the history books. Another one in the can, baby. Let me tell you, th this was the best Goularty Fest I think I've ever attended as a personality or a vendor. Um, I've been to just about all of them since they started them in the late 90s, and uh, I missed one. I, I don't remember which year that was, but anyway... But since we've been doing this for the past, what, now three years mm -hmm. as vendors at Goularty Fest. Three years, you're right. As the mummy and the monkey. Um, we we now have guest badges. Yeah, we have a, a very, we, yeah, we, we've become a part of the inner circle, I guess, to a, to the point where. To you an know, extent, yeah. Yeah, that we're sort of guests. We, I, we, we got to do a stage show once again. We did a stage show on Friday. Um, and they called it Fun and Games with the Mummy and the Monkey. So we did a quick little intro about... Uh, what Grimm wanted to give out instead of candy for Halloween. Yeah. For trick-or-treats. And uh, then segued into a... Uh, segued into, like, we played some skits. Well, and then into and the, then the game. And then into the, the, the Wrap the Mummy game where we give out DVDs and, and, yeah, and give it, out prizes. It's, it's an old party game for Halloween where you have uh, teams of two come up. One wraps, one is the mummy, and, they, and you give them a minute or two to, to take a, some toilet paper, basically, and, and wrap the person up uh, mummy style. And uh, the audience judges, uh, you know, audience participation, they judge on who is the best mummy. They vote who they who did the best rapping. And they win a prize. Everyone won a prize. It was a lot I of I gave fun. everyone a prize for just for coming <laughs> up because there were a lot of people that were real shy to come up on stage. And I thought, oh, no, please participate. Yeah, it was, it was wild. I was getting a little nervous at first. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I videotaped that and uh, videotaped a bunch of stuff while we were there. One thing's already up. I hear some kids in the background oh. coming up. Oh, uh, see. Oh, they're yeah, across yeah. the street. Okay, good. But uh, I videotaped and I already I put up, uh, up the, um, the, the the costume contest that we judged on Saturday afternoon. Um, oh, yeah, and, and then they the asked if we won. can help with the costume contest. Yeah, so uh, we jumped up and uh, and did that. We judged the 
kids costume contest. Speaking oh. of kids, I think we have some Gotta visitors. Get the bucket of candy. There they go. Ooh, one's glowing over there. We got a glowing kid. Probably turn over. Rocket raccoon. Rocket raccoon. Wow. Or a werewolf, I or think. Or a werewolf? Right? Yeah. Oh, that's Hey, trick or treat. Happy Halloween. Let me let me get a, let me hear a big trick or treat. Trick or treat. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's Happy right. Halloween. Have a good night. There you go. Happy Halloween. Trick or treat. All right. Happy Halloween, fellas. Happy Halloween. There you go. Some live trick-or-treating right here on Living the Screen. Crazy, huh? Let's see. Am I out of baby Ooh, roots? More trick-or-treaters. Ooh, more trick-or-treaters. Let me hear a big trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat. There right. you go. Yeah, there we go. Music to, music to our ears. Happy Halloween. Ooh, ah, Skeletor. Thank you, Skeletor. Happy Halloween, guys. All right. Candy, candy, candy. Candy, candy, candy. Fuel of the masses. Okay, so there's one baby Ruth left, a pack of dots, and a ton of lollipops. So that, that was like about, you know, a bunch of 12-year-olds. Yeah, like middle school kids. Some yep. were in costumes, some were not. I thought the one was rac Rocket Raccoon, but I guess he was a werewolf. He was so a, were a werewolf. I feel like a dummy. That's all right. But he, the ears almost looked like raccoon ears. Anyway, um, yeah, they were a little coon. Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon. Kind of raccoon. Anyway, so yeah, um, there you go, trick or treat live right here on Living the Screen. Oh, there's another baby room. So we shot. An, now uh, I'm just sorting the candy. So we shot and already posted some video of the kids' uh, costume contest, uh, which you can check out. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, what else? I mean, tons of stuff. Oh, oh how cool! Harley, Harley Quinn. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Any other kids? No. Okay. We can stand up and talk, I think. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so... Uh, Here, set that down over there for now. Yep, I hope. And then uh, you get to pass out candy next time. Oh, boy, I'd rather just have some drinks and pass out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so we uh, we had a great time. I mean, we talked, we, we were so busy. It was nonstop. Okay, so Oof. everyone says that at Goulardi Fest, there's not enough big-name guests like movie stars oh. or, or big celebrities. It's a lot of local celebrities. It's Big Chuck, Little John. Yeah, local TV personalities. Um, Dick Goddard was there. He's a retired, you know, weatherman. He's been on TV for over 50 years. Um, Neil Zerker was there from Channel 3. He used to do the One Tank Trip show in Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. Art Lafredo was there. Art Lafredo was there, and he performed in many Big Chuck and Little John skits. He was very, very nice to us and said some very complimentary things. Very encouraging things. Yes. And wow, I mean, I was, I was, that was when we first got there. Bill Ward. Oh, yeah. He's been in skits too, and he's got that great, right. like, um, announcer. announcer. Yeah, the announcer voice. He's been in a couple of movies too. I think it was in one of these Denzel Washington movies uh, not too long ago. But um, anyway, yeah, so we, for us and for me personally, uh, the only reason, or the main reason I went to Gilardi Fest ever was for these people and that we're just talking about that is the main draw to meet these local people that we grew up watching on tv right i mean they were in our tv in our living rooms every week sometimes every day if they were on the news mm -hmm. and 
it's just you have those memories and you, it's that nostalgic feeling and, and you want to go and see them and yeah no bull no bull i would be upset or, or or not that cool with chuck and john not showing up for one of those you know well, they hosted. I mean, they have to be there. They're I, the I know, stars. But, like if they said, "Hey, uh, they're you know the day that they're not don't have anything to do with like Galari Fest is a day I would be sad because that's what I go for mainly. That's and what I'm trying Chuck to say. Used to work with Goulardi. A lot of these <laughs> yeah. people used to work with Goulardi. With Ernie from Anderson. Yeah. Ernie Anderson, who was one of the first horror hosts in Cleveland, yeah. from 1963 to 1966. Yeah, he's definitely the horror host. Horror host. There have been many other people from that era that saw the show. And uh, it either influenced them or they ripped it off directly. And that's fine, you know, because it got everybody where they are. That in, that's into this to where we are now. But, yeah. Do so I need... even though there's not a, um, there's no, um, like, big guest list, it like was. Like Hollywood names. Like big Hollywood, like Hollywood me, names. Again, right. the, the people we mentioned before, to me, are big guests, are big names. To us, they are Hollywood. I would just go see them. If they were the only ones there, I'm still going. And I love that it has that local flavor. You can yeah. go there and, ooh, excuse me, get a beer, get a pierogi, and you can meet these people. And you can also go shopping. A lot of great vendors, too. Mm -hmm. Are there more kiddos? I hear people coming. Happy ooh. Halloween. Let's get the bucket of candy. Let's hear the big, the, 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 let's hear it. Trick-or-treat. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nikki and me. Thank you. Happy Halloween, guys. Bye, more trick-or-treaters. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, and the weather was cold and rainy last weekend. Mm -hmm. It was even worse than what it is right now. Right now it's dry, but it's cold. Yeah. Um, but it was cold and rainy last weekend. Maybe even a little sleet, I heard, too. Um, not, nothing going on really big with sports. No. You know, so everyone was at Goulardi Fest Saturday nonstop for us. It was like running a marathon. Yeah. Just boom, you know. Just swarms of people everywhere where you can't move. Or if we tr even try to go take a food break or a bathroom break, right. we're getting stopped for pictures. People want to talk to us. They're asking us questions. And it was definitely one of those good problems. And I good loved problems, it. Good problems to have. There was no... <laughs> it was a good problem to have. The, the thing I felt worse about, the worst about was we were invited to dinner afterwards. A lot of these people go to dinner from, you know, that, that do the show. And... Uh, <clears throat> Oh so yeah, like like the midnight movie people were there. Yeah, those are another um, the bunch weirdness, of great guys. really bad movie. Um, Dave Binkley. Dave Binkley. So these are other local guys, you know, trying to do a, a movie yeah. hosted show as well. Yeah, shout out to shout out to the midnight movie guys, Rich, Denny, uh, Doctor Midnight, Triv, Doctor well, Denny slash Doctor Midnight, Triv and Myron. Uh, these are all good guys. The new fella, I didn't get his name, but the uh, with he had the gold rope on the chain. Oh, hat. What was his I name? forgot to ask. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're going to have to uh, to find out what his name I'm is. I'm terrible with names, but, but I remember all their... With, with the cool dookie rope. What's up, bro? <laughs> uh, but I remembered all their faces. Really good guys. Really like, really like working with them. Um, I know we're forgetting people. Uh, as we go through the show, I'll, I'll try to remember because it is still a blur. Not a blur, but... Oh, Dan O'Shannon was there. Okay. okay yeah, so I take that back. Off, yeah. There is one Hollywood person. Well, but he, you know, but right. he's, he, he he's loves, a homeboy. He he comes he back every year. He'll sit there. Yeah, he's a Dan O'Shannon is a writer for shows like Cheers, Modern Family, and uh, a bunch of other ones. Look him up on IMDb, IMDb, and you'll see his list of credits. And it's like, wow, this guy's coming back to Cleveland. Like, 
it's the way I hope I would be if, I, if anything ever happened to me. And he came up to us. Oh, my gosh. That to was talk weird. to us. It was great. Asking us questions about our characters oh. and um, commenting on how creative it is and different. Again, yeah. And, and you know, it, it's definitely and I just, great the, to hear these, that. These people that have been in the business for a long time, yeah. And they're coming up to you asking you questions and compliment. It's I mean, amazing. It, it was an amazing feeling. And people coming up to me saying they liked my makeup, they right. liked the monkey. Oh, the the Pop-Tarts. They so You're they, all over the place. I know. I'm all There's a lot to talk about. What's in these pumpkin seeds? Caffeine? <laughs> Maybe Jeez. it's the cider. There's nothing in it, though. It's just cider. But they really loved Grimgory, the Pop-Tarts. Well, they, they were... They had, they had, they, yeah, they, yeah, well, that's a whole... Okay, so we're getting ahead of ourselves, I think. Okay. But we had a blast. It was safe to say we had a blast. We, 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 this was the most fun. Um, we were, so I was going to finish up my story about going to dinner. So we were invited oh, to go sorry, to dinner. Go ahead. I guess it's a tradition Friday and Saturday. We, had, we, we didn't go both nights and we wanted to, especially Saturday night. Careful because you're going to hear all that digging, which isn't bad. But that sound you hear is pumpkin us eating, seeds. eating pumpkin seeds that Janet made. They're so good. I don't care. I'm eating them. <laughs> um, we were invited to dinner and we felt bad that we, we, we wanted to go and then we, you know because it's a bunch of the greatest people that go out to dinner but we were so tired Saturday and we got home we were, we were asleep in about an hour you know we got home around 7 we slept like babies yeah we were out we were dead but um, it really takes a lot out of you because next year we're definitely going out we have to yeah I'm thinking um, maybe Friday yeah, whatever. Because Saturday was so huge. Yeah. Friday wasn't as crazy. I hope next year is the same. I mean, that would be heck, great. If we're not doing the radio show um, again, yeah. then then go Sunday after it's mm -hmm. all done. Now you got to explain to people what that means. Oh, so we were talking about how we were going to be after Goulardi Fest Ugh. was done with. Last Sunday night, we were on Commander Greg's Golden Age of Rock and Roll radio show, and it's through... Um, it's what's, on. It's on 88.3. The Sting. The Sting. WBWC.com. And it's normally on Sunday nights from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. He did a special Halloween show. And every year he does a special Halloween show. But his main show <clears throat> is basically... Like, his main show is like the rockabilly stuff, doo-wop, yeah. uh, blues. Remember the intro? Oh, uh, I don't remember it. Okay. Surf. Um... But yeah, and but this time he played all Halloween tunes, all of the, yeah. like, uh, what would you call those? Novelty records. Yeah, the novelty records. Yeah. And, and he, even, yeah. he had all the sets divided up by themes. So they had an ape theme where they played three monkey songs. The Simeon set. The Simeon set. And then the mummy set. And then the mummy set. They played... Uh, he, the, played he played about three different songs for each category, but he had multiple categories too, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Frankenstein, Bloodsuck Vampires, Zombies. Yeah. So you found records that pertain to these uh, subjects. and, and One had... was about surfing ghosts. Yeah, it was great. It was so good. So all the music was amazing. I, I love that stuff. I, I love yeah. the old cheesy rock and roll. So, and, and, and it was they were actually doing something called a skeleton, trying to raise money for the station. You know, one of those types of things. They're doing their fundraising for the station, their yearly... The yearly skeleton. So yeah, we donated um, about ten of our own DVDs to uh, help with the 
skeleton and donated our time. And, yeah, and some people actually called in and wanted them. And some people called in. And Dino Ewell called into the show. Donated some Oh, we've got more trick-or-treaters. Ooh, I could be a midget. <laughs> Ooh, he's scary. Whoa, scarier than me. Oh, he's even more scary. What'd you say there? Ah, <laughs> thank you. Thank happy you. Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I like to hear the trick or treat so people at home can hear it. Very cool. All right. So yeah, so if you didn't get the trick or treat, you're trick or treating now with Barney Bone Dust and the Tarantula Ghoul right here on Living the Screen. And some people, and it's a <clears> Tuesday <throat> night, so I don't think there's any major parties going on with Halloween. But no, but it's the kids' night anyway. <clears throat> it, it's a tradition for me. Yeah. to give out candy because, as a kid, I loved getting candy. Yay. And I think more people should give out candy to the kids. Oh, hello. Oh. Captain America. Captain America. How oh, are you, okay. fine, sir? Oh, it's good. Thank there you. There you go. Right. Hello. Happy Halloween. Oh, that's a good idea. Take the, store, the screen off. Yeah, it just it snaps back in. Yeah. Happy right. Halloween, Captain America. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, so more people need to give out candy because it's tradition, and, and then the kids grew up with these great memories of going out and getting candy and wearing their favorite costume and yes, all that stuff we discussed in our Halloween special. That's right. Yeah, and we and it, that was fun too. We sold a buttload of our new Halloween our pumpkin spice Halloween, uh, the Mummy and the Monkeys pumpkin spice Halloween special three. Halloween special three, and it was our uh, Night of the Living Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, featured special episode. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It was fun to do. Well, it's a, a cleaned up version, a, a more a restored version of Night Living Dead that we found. And we, for that weekend, what we did is we printed out posters of the DVD cover mm -hmm. because it was done by a uh, Cleveland artist. Oh, yeah. Talk uh, Chad. About a little bit. And you can find him on Chad, C H O D, chadartist.com. But, yeah, great local artist. We commissioned him to design the uh, DVD covers. And so we made up 11 by 17 posters. I printed up about 10 of them. So I was doing a convention special where, um, you know, you would get the poster and the DVD together. So I'll have to get more of those uh, posters made up. That way, if people listening online would be interested in a poster and DVD together, we can work out something. Oh, and uh, just shoot us an email, themummyandthemonkey at gmail.com. And all that info is also on themummyandthemonkey.com. That's right. That's right. That's right. Pumpkin seed? Of course. Mm, thank you, baby. Now, we didn't do our show shot, but... We've been drinking apple cider and right. eating pumpkin seeds. So we're drunk on Halloween right now. We are. We love Halloween. Yeah, we'll get back to the show shot next shot next uh, episode. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we've been um, pretty busy to say at least, but it's starting to ramp down a little bit. We got some events coming up, which we'll talk about in the next break or the next uh, segment. Yeah, a few events. Yeah. Nothing crazy like Glarity Fest, but no, no, we got. But some. It's still fun. Yeah, and uh, wow, I mean, I'm sure we'll think of some other things that uh, happen over the weekend we could talk about. But uh, thank you, Commander Greg. For letting us come up and uh, be a part of your big Halloween spooktacular. It was so much fun. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. So, <laughs> so are we uh, doing a break? or we'll Yeah, we'll go to a break. I'll find this is, if I've been playing little ghost stories, I have to play one tonight, right? I think you have to. I'll have to. I have to dig a good one up for you guys out there. A good spooky little something or another to listen to. Barney Bondus will find it. Yes, he will. 
you will get your frights. You will have your fill. So keep on listening to our show. If you don't, Tarantula Goo will make you drool. That didn't rhyme, but... That didn't rhyme at all. I was trying to find something rhyming. Word up. Anyway. I think I hear more trick-or-treaters. Okay, let's get to the back of the door here. And we'll be right back with Living the Scream. There was a very big, very old, very falling apart house. It was the kind of house nobody ever went into. Because any house that looked like that just had to be haunted. And who would want to take a chance and find out for real? Nobody. Not on purpose. But sometimes things happen. And there's nothing you can do about it. The time this story happened was on a wet and rainy night. The driver was in a hurry. It was late, probably near midnight. Suddenly, out of the black bushes on the side of the road, a huge cat ran out in front of the car. The driver swung the car to save the huge cat that ran out onto the road. The car hit a tree, and there was no getting home that night. The man got out of the car, and in the dark, dark night, he could see the eyes of the huge cat staring at him. You big, dumb thing, the man said. And the cat just stared at him, snarled, and ran away into the woods. It was raining hard, and the man could see absolutely nothing. He began to walk along the road, hoping that a car might pass and pick him up. But there was nothing. Nothing, that is, until he came to the huge old house by the side of the deserted road. There were no lights. Everyone must be asleep, he thought. But on a night like this, he was certain that they'd let him in So he walked closer to the house, closer. He was able to see that the windows were broken. Shutters were hanging, and the steps leading to the front door were falling apart. Well, thought the man, at least it has a roof. Maybe I can build myself a fire and dry off. He went in. The house was dark and seemed very empty. He lit a match, and by its light, he could see a fireplace. There were old papers lying around, and enough wood. He gathered it all up and started a nice, warm fire. It's not like home, he said to himself, but it's dry. And even if it's an old, coming-apart place, it's warm now. He put his hands close to the fire to warm them. When he turned around, he saw a small gray cat looking at him. 
He tried to pat the cat, but the cat moved away from him. So the man went back to the fire and listened to the thunder and the rain and wondered when the storm would stop. The front door opened. The man looked around and coming through the door, he saw the huge cat he had met on the road. The cat didn't look at him. It walked to the small gray cat. What are we going to do with him? The big black cat asked. And the little cat said, wait till Martin comes. The man had never heard of talking cats. So he thought that maybe he hadn't heard what he heard. Maybe he was too wet, too cold, too tired. And he was beginning to hear things because he knew, well, just the way you know. Cats don't talk. So he went back to the fire and paid no attention until he saw another cat come through the door. This one was even bigger than the other cats. A huge, huge cat. The biggest cat the man had ever seen. He watched, a little afraid now, as the huge, huge cat walked to the other cats. The small cat asked, what are we going to do with him? And the huge, huge cat said, Wait until Martin comes. And all three cats sat in a row and stared at the man. The man was afraid now. What was Martin? Who was Martin? And what could Martin do? He thought about the rain and hoped that Martin just wouldn't come. The biggest cat in the world walked through the door. The eyes of the great cat shone as it walked towards the man. Maybe this was Martin. And if it was, the man thought to himself, but he never finished the thought. Shall we do it now? The biggest of all the cats asked. And the little gray cat said, Let's wait till Martin comes. The man didn't want to wait for Martin. Not now. Not even if it was raining harder than ever. Not even if the storm was getting worse. He wasn't going to wait for Martin. Not him. He started to leave. And Martin came through the door. Like it's 
smells like Friday the 13th, man. Yo, man. It smells like Friday the 13th. Yeah, we gotta do better with the lighting next year. Yeah. But again, there's not a lot of Good thing you just buy too much paint. Yeah, because I, I, I knew like last year I Hey everybody, welcome back to Living the Scream, the behind the scenes of the Mummy the Monkey Show. You're here with Tarantula Ghoul and Barney Bone Dust. I, I mean... <laughs> Janet, Jay, and... Janet and James. Yeah, Janet and James. Or Janet and Jim. Yeah. Whatever. Or Janet and Graham. Whatever you prefer, yeah. Or see the way Anne rhymes. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that spooky tale, whatever I played, and um, are enjoying your Halloween week, because as far as I'm concerned, it's still Halloween. Well, and the day after Halloween... All, Hall All Saints Day? It's All Saints Day, and Halloween Clearance Day! Woohoo! That's right! So I might get up early and hit up the stores tomorrow to see if I can find some really cool bargains on some monster stuff. Yeah, whip out, whip out that plastic and uh, get us some, uh, get something spastic. And it can make a good Christmas gift for people that love Halloween year-round. Yeah. Or uh, oh, other things. More oh. trick-or-treaters. Ooh, good. Okay. Just in time for more trick-or-treaters. But they must say the magic words. <laughs> Ah, trick or treat indeed. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Louie. Our cat Louie is watching us. I'm in and out of character right now. You are in and out of character. Right now. Yeah, the cats have been hanging around by the door, by black, the window. Our black cats. Our spooky oh. Halloween black cats. You don't like that. See, he got spooked. They're, they see the orange glow and the stuff going on outside and it. They're attracted to that. That's yeah. what they are. Curiouser and curiouser. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, so Halloween. Halloween 2017. What What's Halloween mean to you, Janet? Candy. That's pumpkins. it. Up <laughs> oh, more trip or treaters. Yeah. Got to get them to say it real loud. Okay, before we hand out any candy, what are the magic words? No. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Happy Halloween. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. Ah, more trick-or-treaters. Yes. Look, it's the whole Halloween spirit. Uh, yes. The whole... Um, the whole. No, no, the memories of it. And I don't know, I guess growing up as a pork kid in the Cleveland area, um, sometimes you were disappointed if you didn't get... The toys you circled out of the hills ad, um, the but on store. but on Halloween, all kids got candy. No yeah. matter what, if you're rich or poor, you can still enjoy Halloween and have fun. Yeah, and I think that's why I, I've always not not the only reason why, but that's part of the reason why I've always thought Halloween was a little more special to me. It cool. seems like uh, Christmas can be too commercialized and too greedy for some. All right, Linus. <laughs> So I'll get off my soapbox. No, you're right. No, I asked you the question, what does Halloween mean to you? What does Halloween mean to you? Hmm. Well, let's see. means a lot. It's a time of year. Look, <clears throat> being a creative type of guy, an artist and all that, it was always a way that I saw people uh, 
um, declare their independence, let's say, and, and dress up like they wanted to one day a year. Um, and somehow I've grown up and, and parlayed that into an almost everyday thing, you know, dealing with Grim Glory here and uh, Janet Decay. We get to be our characters whenever we want. But um, I just like the whole, the, the, uh, living in, you know, the north, northeast Ohio, we get the change of seasons. You get the, the fall leaves, mm -hmm. <clears throat> the oranges, no matter where you live in this, in this town. You get the oranges and the yellows and the reds in the tree, trees, and uh, <clears throat> uh, and then the, the the air, the cool air, the crisp air. I love that. I just love everything monster. Growing up watching these horror hosts and things like that, and loving monster movies, it was like the like the culmination of all that. You know, the monster movies, yes. When, when it, it's you the movie must hosts. right. If you never, if you ever gonna watch something, that was the night you have to watch it. You know? The characters and. Yeah. and how hell um, TV used to have Halloween specials. Mm -hmm. Yes, I and, know. And I don't up. even think they have Halloween specials on TV. Well, with anymore. the way that with the way They're, the world works now, you can cue that stuff up anytime you want. Yeah, I know, I know, I'm aware of that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's just there was always you know the Great Pumpkin. Channel Five would yeah. always play the Great Pumpkin, and they still do. I and think I don't, I'm not sure if they on. still do. They do. They do that with Christmas too, but it was you were more back when back in our day. And there was only like three stations. And you had to check the TV guide to see what was on. If you didn't have like that cable that existed in the 80s and 90s, especially me growing up in the 70s and 80s when cable was a more luxury thing to have, you were locked into like three networks, NBC, ABC, CBS, and usually two, no more than two or three local UHF stations, and that was it. So, they, you know, all that program is more concentrated. But, you know, but that's the cool thing about living now is that in our day and age, you can queue up this stuff anytime you want. If you have a family, or you're 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 in the Halloween with your spouse, or your boyfriend or girlfriend, or whatever, you can program your own week of, of Halloween goodie, good stuff to watch, or listen to like Living the Screen, mm -hmm. or watch like the Mummy, or watch the our Mon Halloween special, the Mummy and the Monkey Show. We hope that people are making that a part of their Halloween tradition. That's our. That would be a treat for us. Hi guys. Zombie. Uh, happy, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, I like it. Aww. Hey. Hey. Oh, Hello, I'm a spooky lady and he's a spooky guy. And you're Ariel. <laughs> Hello, Ariel. The Little Mermaid. Happy Halloween, ladies. <laughs> oh, how cute. Yeah, dead air. No. <laughs> Perfect for Halloween. No. I can always edit that out, you know. Yeah, that's okay. More trick-or-treaters. More trick-or-treaters. Right? Very cute. You're almost done with your candy there. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm down to just lollipops. Well, let's see. They got... Because... They have a half hour so to go. last year, I bought 100... Or not... I made up 100 treat bags. And we, we, yeah, we did. And we put them in a mini coffin cooler that a friend made for us. And uh, we were as mummy and monkey outside giving out these treat bags. Well, try to anyway. We'll try to. <laughs> I think I gave away maybe 30 of them wow. out of the 100 treat bags we made up. So I didn't go as crazy this year, but I still wanted to give out candy. And, so I bought yeah. some chocolate bars, a bunch of lollipops, like five or six bags. And because where, where did we take those? Where, was that Goulardi Fest after Halloween that year? No, no. Um, last year, the following weekend... We were at Cle or, uh, Akron Comic Con. Oh, that's right. We gave them out there. <clears throat> yeah, the Akron Comic Con is always the weekend after the Halloween. The weekend after Halloween. Right, right, right. And um, they invited us last year because they had like a, a horror section, like a monster fest kind of section. Yeah. 
because in 2016 they did have a show called Monster Fest Mania, and it was the same guy that ran Comic Con. Mm-hmm. But same promoter. He, same promoter. We weren't invited this time around because he's scaling it back to just the superhero stuff, but he right. wants to bring us back next year to Akron Comic Con. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You want to see her? Okay. Is your like more comfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So ugh, these sleeves are huge. <laughs> On Barney Bone Dust's shirt. Yeah. So uh, what? And yeah. So that was like, what do we got planned for tonight? Uh, that be stuff we could talk about. Oh, so, <laughs> I was gonna say you we really st- want to talk about that? <laughs> no. We started uh, season two of Stranger Things last night. We did. We don't really get to sit down and oh. watch TV. Well, TV as in Netflix or, or stuff we want to watch. Right. So yeah, we, we broke devoted, out the, yeah, go ahead. devoted some time to watching Stranger Things, and we we watched four episodes. Yeah, we yeah we broke out the uh, the plastic and then the pumpkin carving equipment. Got our, we haven't even carved pumpkins yet. But uh, so we carved pumpkins while we watched Stranger Things. Yes, and it had to separate the guts and the seeds to get the seeds ready for today. It was so much fun. Today. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was perfect for uh, for that. Had some popcorn, and uh, tonight we're going to continue watching Stranger Things. I don't know how many we'll get through tonight, but we've got what we've got. Uh, we watched four, right? So we got five yeah, more to go. Yeah, four episodes, and they have nine total, so it's five yeah. more to go. So maybe we'll get through more of it tonight, and then we finish it up tomorrow. Who knows? Oh my goodness, that show! Oh my gosh, it's, it's, <laughs> I know it's it's everyone's talking about it, and yeah. and we we're jumping the on the bandwagon too. But oh. it's it's a really good show. So yeah. I guess it, it really is worth. The, the hype that it's right. getting. And there's not much to talk about other than, you know, we are big fans of that show, especially the first season so we far. We don't want to give too much of it away, but no. yeah, if you guys have Netflix, you need to watch Stranger Things. Yeah, if you, if you haven't watched it yet and you hear all the hype and you think it's overhyped and you're into the 80s types of movies like uh, anything the Goonies, Spielberg or E.T. Or yeah, any of that kind of stuff. Or any of like the Stephen King movies there, there's there's a uh, yeah exactly there's so it's like many, a weird combination of all of that of homages to all things 80s strange mystery type movie uh, monster stuff yeah it takes place in the 80s 84 in indiana yes and uh, a group of kids um one of the kids goes missing and then there's all sorts of craziness going on right and, and what i like about it is even the title stranger things like if you think about it the way they do things and now the build-up is always very strange it's never directly said that this is a monster, that this this is a this, this is a that. You're always left wondering what exactly is going on. It's very blurry. The kind of, same kind of way Fringe and X-Files did it, you know, uh, for a while. Um, anyway. Don't, don't tell too much. No, it's, yeah, done, yeah. it's done great. Um, it's, it's good character development, very inter- good casting, which to me is always the make or break for things. And again, I'm not pointing anything, you know, unique here or, or profound, but... When a, when, a, when a TV show or a movie uh, does it right... More people coming up. I love that. I appreciate it. Uh-oh, here am I. Ooh. Here, let's... So little they don't little have to ones. The oh, cat ran out. Boy, he's fast. Louie, here, hold this, yep. and I'll get the cat. Yeah, he's getting away. Get him. Get him, get him, get him. Grab him. She's got a black cat, y'all. I'm going to put him in the kitchen. Okay. Here, I'll give, give me Louie. No, no, give him the kitchen. You hand out candy. Okay. Because... Gotta lock the cat up in the kitchen. Ooh. <clears throat> it's 
getting nigh. It's getting close to time to stop because it stops at 8. It's 7.36. Okay, yeah. so we'll have to, uh, I'll have to be more uh, frugal. No, hearty with the... Oh, give away more. Give away more, more lollipops. The white hair children. Are there more? I'm getting used to the hair now. Before, when I put these long wigs on because I'm bald, basically. Um, well, it's because you buzz your head bald. You're not well, necessarily bald. You do have some hair. But yeah, some, yeah, every sense of the word some doesn't grow. But my hair is never, hair but even my hair does grow. It, it, you know, it, it's more Afro style. It would never sit in my face. I am so not used to stuff in my face like this, like hair. And I'll get used to it now. Though. I see, I guess after a while you get used to it. But in the first, when I first put this thing on, oh, every, any single strand that's not, it's like on my, it I drives get, you crazy. It drives me bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, there you go. There's a grim You just reference. get used to it. I guess so. Like other things in life, I guess. So we have three pumpkins outside, like real pumpkins, and then I have a few ceramic pumpkins yep, ones with little tea lights. Um, I have those like electric flameless candles, some of those. I was trying to make like a little walkway. I even have a flashlight in the driveway just so the kids can mm -hmm. see a little bit better. So let's talk about some of our the required watching that we watch on required the Required watching? Yeah. Oh, my favorite DVD ever. Yep, Expl so, say what it is and explain it. Okay, so earlier today when I was trying to get things ready and you were still at work, I was uh, watching my favorite DVD, Monsters Crash the... Monsters the Crash... The Pajama, the Potato Party. <laughs> Monsters Crash the Pajama Party. And it's by Something Weird Video. I think it came out around 2001. So you say your favorite... Do you mean Halloween video or just ever? Favorite DVD No matter ever. when, but And not because of the Monsters Crash the Pajama Party movie. Right. But because of all of the extra content that's on there. Right. It has a whole nother movie on there that's some suspense movie. I can't think of the name of it right now. But it's good. I have seen it. Is that the one with the doctor and the nurse and all that? The no. black and white homemade movie? Uh, no, this one is... There's uh, another movie on there? Yeah, it has a full... There's like a psychological thriller, like a whole black and white movie on there. So this is one DVD. This is one DVD. Okay. And I, there's this giant graveyard menu on the DVD. Full of Easter eggs. Full of the little Easter eggs where you have to kind of move around to find where to click. Right. And I never remember where... The videos are like right. every. I, I think I watch this thing about twice a year, and every time I, I can't remember. It is a brilliant, a very different type of DVD. When she, I never heard of this DVD till Jan told me about. It. I'm like, what are you talking about? So, the, there's a movie that was made in the early or in the mid '60s called Monsters Crash the Pajama Party, and I think that movie's maybe an hour long, and yeah, it's, it's short. really cheesy. Really ultra wacky. Really ultra wacky. Guy in a gorilla suit, goofy mad scientist. Girls so, in little lingerie pajamas running around, and they're trying to turn the girls into gorillas. Yeah, but and the dialogue is super, super campy. Very good. If you learn how to try to be a horror host, it's, it's, it's required watching, I think, because there's some really good... Uh, punny stuff in there. Oh yeah, it's really stupid, but, cheesy fun. It's entertaining. It's bad, but it's entertaining. So that's the name of the movie. So the whole the, the whole the name of the whole disc is Monsters Crash and Pajama Party. But there are that's a little there that's a small must part be of like the disc. Four hours of bonus footage on this one yeah. disc. And we're talking now, the the coolest part of it is in that movie. It is all of the spook show they call them spook shows from the 50s and 60s the advertisements from radio yeah, the spook or tv shows, the laugh in the darks the haunted houses 
Um, even like some of the old drive-in movie trailers yeah. are on there too, from all over the country. I had no idea this stuff existed. So there, there's I think almost maybe an hour and a half to almost two hours of just those clips from right. those um, drive-in theaters, from the radio bits. So there was a big oh. craze back in the 50s called spook shows, I call them. And they were like little productions that these theaters would put on to get you to come and either watch a monster movie or whatever they showed that night. But they would actually have a, something called a spook show, which was an actual live entertainment type of deal, right? Hmm. And, they, and they advertised things like, you know, the winner of whoever can't get scared will win a dead body. Now, I've heard the story on that was was that they would give you get give away a dead chicken because it's a body as a dead body. Ah, okay. That was one of the stories I heard. That I yeah. thought they had like a fake little skeleton or something they'd nope, give you. It was an actual dead chicken because it's technically a dead body. Wow. You win that. So. And then there was in one of the ads, and and some of it's very like you could tell it's from another time because some of some of the. Uh, Things they say is, girls, do not come alone. Bring your boyfriend to protect you. Yeah, things like that. Very, but, but Kind of sexist. Yeah, look, just Google spook show advertisements or spook show trailers, and you'll get a, a flavor of what's on uh, this uh, Monsters Crash and Pajama Party. But if you can find it, pick it up. Uh, it's really good. You can probably good. pick it up on Amazon or eBay. I think I had a copy, long story short, and um, I had to buy another copy because I think... Yeah. It got lost in transit. It got lost in the move or something. Right. But I love it. And I picked one up at our local exchange um, for two fifty, two bucks. Yeah. So sometimes you can find them, you used. know. Yeah, used. But pretty cheap. An incredible disc. Um, Trick or Treat, one of the newer movies that came out uh, maybe about several years ago. Oh, that's a great movie, too. It's an awesome, awesome movie. It's totally done in the, you know, the, the, the genre of all the horror movies. From the, like I'd say 80s and 90s, very good. So if you like, I'm sure everyone knows about that movie. Uh, other required watching for Halloween for me is the original Exorcist, which I didn't get to watch this year. But um, and, and specifically uh, a version that Big Chuck and Little John uh, screened in 1986. I happened to videotape it on VHS tape, but that's because um, I sent in a uh, a little mini poster, an eight half by eleven drawing I did of uh, Reagan possessed. And uh, they held it up and showed it and said my name and everything. I even Aww. drew a little caricature of them up in the top corner. And Chuck points that out. So he showed that to me. That. Oh, and yeah. then speaking of that, years later, they like the poster you drew for them. Yeah. Well, and and he told you it was hanging on his wall in his rec room. I know. that That's a whole... Yeah, that's amazing. But yeah, so but we're, let's stick to required watching okay. for Halloween. That's okay. Required watching. Yeah, okay. required watching. What other movies do you think people should check out? What other movies? Hmm. Well, I would say too if you and this is all Halloween three season yes. of the witch. Yep, that is. If you look in that binder with the DVDs in it right now, that, those are on the same page. Halloween three and trick or treat. I love Halloween three. Love trick or treat. Love monsters crash the pajama party just because of the fun haunted house bonus footage. Yeah, and I have a lot of. Uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, Halloween specials by other horror hosts. Um, one of them is I Zombie Horror. That's host. right. Horror special. And they showed it on Betamax TV on Roku a couple years ago. They had the iZombie Halloween up there. I wonder if it's up there tonight. I don't know. But, yeah, iZombie, he is, uh, he, he passed away yeah. about 10 years ago yeah. already. Yeah. About from, 10 years ago. From cancer. And we had him, we had his documentary in our first Halloween special yeah. three years ago. But he's a, he's a, a horror host from Kentucky. He was uh, a really cool guy. I never got to meet him, but 
I met him once, I think, at Cinema Wasteland when I first started going there. I bought um, stuff from him. His table. Him, and I met Dr. Creep, yeah. the late Dr. Creep, who's passed uh, a couple years ago, I think. Yeah, but I run all this stuff in the background um, when I'm working on things, and uh, I'm going to have to play a lot of catch-up. My Halloween, as far as I'm concerned, Halloween has just begun for me. Well, this is the thing. We were so busy helping other people have awesome Halloweens. Right. We didn't really get to decorate the house much or do... Like Halloween stuff for us up wow. until just yesterday, <laughs> the that, day before Halloween. And that's cool, you know. Which uh, is fine because we had so much fun anyway. And I always, I had the store decorated for Halloween and that's like my second home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're having fun now and, yeah. and I think maybe for Christmas I'll do a Nightmare Before Christmas type of thing. Yeah. You know, put little Santa hats <clears throat> on the skulls. <laughs> yeah, so we'll decorate for that. And I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving, um, any, any kind of holiday reason to, to, to eat good and, and watch stuff that you want to watch. I'm looking forward to watching King, the original King Kong on Thanksgiving like I always do because oh, of channel, yeah. because channel 43 in Cleveland used to show it. Well, they showed it just like from the late 70s up until some of the, somewhere in the early 80s. But every Thanksgiving they would show we the original do King a, Kong. We should do a monkey movie marathon. I would love to because I've not yet seen Kong and we'll Island. Cook yet. a really nice meal, and hopefully we can get the moms together. Yeah, and, and everyone you, will be cool. Yeah, we will, and then uh, yeah, we'll just watch monkey movies. I like to watch the rest of the Planet of the Apes series that just came out. Yeah, I've not seen. Have you you've seen the first one? Uh, but you don't remember it that well. The CG one? Yeah. No, I didn't see any of the CG Ooh. ones. I saw the Tim Burton one, uh, and everyone says they hate that one. It's horrible. I I, I like. Sorry, it. Tim. Like some of your stuff. But yeah, no, this one was, no, that was terrible. It was horrible. It had Mark Wahlberg on it. Terrible. But I liked you it. You know what? I think I found a Transformer. I think I only liked it because. Why? Because Tim Burton did it? Because I'm a, I'm a Tim Burton fan and it came out like when I was in high school. And yeah. I just, you were a kid. You didn't know any better. <laughs> I was a teenager and thought it was cool without knowing every little single detail about the, the new, other movies. The new, well, the old, the original movies are great. And, and I've now seen those. Yeah. I did see those. They're, they're, for but what they were, they're good. There's some diehard Planet of the Apes fans that know. It's almost like if you're talking to a Trekkie. Yeah. They know every single little detail. And even I though know. I love these movies, it didn't stick to me like that where I had to know everything about it. Well. So with just watching it as a dummy, I found the Tim Burton one entertaining. Yeah, well. Not so good. But these new ones, are, I think, are really good. I've seen the first... You know, I only saw the first one. There are two more out there, and I'm, I'm so far behind. So, yeah, we can, uh, you know, rent them or buy them cheap, yes. you know, at a video store. Ain't seen Kong Island yet. The surviving video stores that oh. are still around. Ain't seen Kong Island yet. Gotta well, there that. is a family video by us. Sometimes they run sales. And or us. sometimes you get a free rental. We didn't We didn't even go see Medea Boo 2. Yeah, and I wanted to go see Medea. <laughs> What's up with that? Thor opens up this week. Anyway, uh... I know that sounds stupid, but because it looks so stupid, I wanted to see it because I thought it would be funny. Well, let us know if you're listening out there. Oh, we didn't even say any of this. If you want, and want to know what's going on here, and I know it's, we're getting close to the end of the show here, check out themummyandthemonkey.com, and that will show, that's the hub for everything, Mummy and Monkey. Yes, you can um, like us on our Facebook fan pages. We have the links on our website. We have our email on there, our eBay store. Um, our store and the page for the Mummy and the Monkey merchandise, yeah. or you can just email us, themummyandthemonkey at gmail.com. And we also have a P.O. box where you can send us fan mail. We love fan mail. P.O. 
And uh, we did get some uh, fan mail where someone wanted us to sign a $2 bill. So yeah. we, we did send that back to them. And then uh, we had another request for an autographed photo, so I still have to mail that out. But we can't guarantee if you send us a $100 bill to sign, you'll get it back. So We might go shopping. Yeah. You might get something that's maybe $99 short of a, the bill that you sent us. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of money and things like that, um, we're not rich by any means uh, or well oh, to do at all. Speaking of, of that but, and sales. Yes, but I want to talk about, I just want oh, to mention this. That okay. At the Glory Fest, <clears throat> the majority of the stuff that we sold was our merchandise, which we had some thrift crypt stuff there, some used That's things. a good point. Because, so we had a corner table, we had two or table, a two corner, six foot tables. a corner booth, which was two tables, right? a lot of space. So one table was just mummy and mummy, a monkey merchandise, yeah. like our t-shirts, DVDs, posters. The other side was just and all the cool stuff. Tony Beller made. In oh yeah. And all April. the cool Tony Beller merchandise, yeah. like the shout piggy banks, the keychains. Shout out, shout out to Tony Beller and April Beller. Thank you so much. And thank you, Tony, for helping us Saturday at Goulardi Fest and 42nd Street Pete for helping us. Shout out table. to 42nd Street Pete. Because it was so busy. If we walked away even for a second. And they were, there were people wanting to hand Tony and Pete money. <laughs> and and shout out to Schlockmeister because and Sunday was Janet's birthday. Yes, Sunday was my birthday. There so was so I'm, much I'm going a, on. I'm a geezer now. Yeah, we we had, I had Schlock my uh, Schlocky uh, was kind enough to help me out and uh, and surprise Janet with a little bit of a cake, some birthday cake and pumpkin pie. Thank you, Schlocky, and he is also the creator, writer, and um, maintenance for. Um, the Land of Cleave blog website, and he reviews um, like theater shows, stage shows, however you want to word yeah, he's it. He's in the theater and all different events going on in Cleveland, and I think it's um, Land of Cleave. Land of Cleave or Oak Cleave. Land of Cleave. Blogspot. Net. But yeah. the Cleveland Scene Magazine has referenced his reviews. Other people like um, there's some some Cleveland comedians that are fans of his site as yeah. well. So. Schlocky's a great character, but he's got an awesome page going. Yeah, and we'll, if, we, if, he's, if his link isn't on our page, we'll have to put a link on there for, for his thing so people can go to that, his blog spot. But, yeah, big shout out to you, buddy. Thank you if you're listening. And um, it was just very satisfying to see the stuff that we put together, Janet and I. We worked on just us, the content, the way the, con the media, you know, we had it all burnt to DVD through a service. I create all the artwork for the DVDs. Janet does all of a lot of the editorial for what's on the uh, the linear notes and things like that. I think I did, trick or treats all done. So yeah, we I could did, turn the lights off. So. Yeah, I did all the, uh, the the you know all, all the artwork pretty much for our, our DVDs except for the the, the last one for uh, Pumpkin Spice Three, but we do it all nuts and bolts. What they call soup to nuts. We uh, write, edit, produce. On top the DVDs yeah, the content, together. Yeah, we do all of it. So, we design all the costumes and all of that. And there's normally a company we go through to get DVDs made. Yeah. So I did order our, our newest Halloween specials, and, and it took cool. a while. So, yeah, last minute. Did they come yet? Did we still have them? We, we finally got them. It was in the PO Where box. Where are they? Oh, they're so there. I, I put them in the shop. Okay, cool. But um, we were scrambling to make our own DVDs and get them printed and yeah. put out. When, when it comes down to it, we, we put our, we actually, you know, burn and uh, print out our own. So worst case scenario, inserts. we can make our own DVDs. Yeah, we call them home, homebrew DVDs. The we homebrew. sign them all. But, but again, go back to us. 
it was very satisfying to know that the majority of our sales, over two thirds, were were the things that you and I created. I love that. This is a that's a good good thing, a well, reassuring thing. And this is the kind of crowd that gets it. Yeah, they the grew up fest. watching all these local people. They want to see, they want to see that again. All you have to do is. Suck. Say you're a horror host show, and they get that. You don't have to explain what a horror host show they, is. They already know what you are. Yep. Um, some other conventions that we go to, we love them, yes. and we love going to these shows, but not everyone gets it. That's okay. Where some people are like, what are you? Yeah, <laughs> what well, are you doing? I'm, yeah, that's the, yeah, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Ask less than what channel are you on, but. Oh, oh, so the main two questions we were asked at Goulardi Fest, guess what number one was? What channel are you on? And the number two. What what is this? What is wrong with your eye? Oh, the yeah, the, your How'd eye. How'd you yeah. get your eye like your, that? Your white contact. Yeah, like I guess people don't know what contacts exist, but you know. Well, some people. I guess <sighs> if you're not used to seeing it, it's something different. Yeah. You know. Um, but you know, so yeah, so this weekend was was encouraged Janet and I. It, it, I think it helped us uh, cement. You know, or reinforce what we're doing is something good to keep going, to keep on going. Not it, that we were ever going to throw the towel in anytime no, soon. No, but but sometimes, you know, we all have our good days and bad days, and sometimes it's like well, that's with anything. Though, well, sure. yeah, and you wonder, well, how how much longer should we do this? It may be a long, long time, <laughs> maybe decades. You know, and and then there was uh, news so of thrilled. Elvira um, retiring from live shows. Right, but she's been at it but since she, the early seventies. So, so I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, so here's hoping we can be at it. That yeah, long. and someone will be doing some sort of podcast covering our career. Who knows? That'd be great. <laughs> That's what we're shooting for. We want to, we want to do something for the greater, you know, for for the the medium itself, the actual genre of horror hosting, whatever that might be, whether it's a show or some sort of spinoff that where we're our background is horror hosts for whatever reason. I don't know yet, but we're trying to figure it out. And uh, we appreciate everyone's support out there that watches our show, that, that helps keep the show going by buying this, you know, purchasing our, 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 our merchandise because yes, it goes right back into making the show. Yeah. So thank you to our fans, friends, the fiends out there, yeah. um, the customers in the shop, customers online. Yeah. We appreciate At it the because shows, yeah. it, it keeps all of this going so we can continue to do it. Yeah. yeah. We're not bajillionaires. We're not, you know, and we, yeah, and that's we're not just, the goal. we're blue collar people just having fun here. Yep. Blue collar with a little bit of a uh, weird stuff on it. Yeah. With some skulls on it. Yeah. With some skull pins on the collar. But yeah, that's what we are. Um, and, and, but, and we really, truly honestly love this genre. We, I, and I, w I've done it for free and I will always, I, I would keep doing it for free just cause I get a kick out of, you know, seeing people's reaction to the stuff we do. And um, we're just going to try to get better at being bad. You know what I mean? I keep the, we don't, we're not going to try to do some high, shiny, you know, make that mistake, do some kind of shiny production because that's not what people want to see. They want to see the cheese. They want the cheese. They want the cheese. I mean, look at the, the sets Big Chuck and Little John had with the oh. wood paneling backgrounds and yeah, the, the hand-drawn. The spray-painted pan. You could see the spotty spray paint. I, all of that I loved as a kid. It made me feel like I could do it, and we are doing it. And uh, with some of these guys' approval as well, I mean, it's really, a, uh, you know, it, it shows that we're on the right track. And I want to keep doing it. That's motivating. Yeah, we want, we want, we, we're striving to be entertaining for people and still have that fun, cheesy appeal yeah. without it being too terrible. And if there's a way to make a living <laughs> off of it, that just ensures that it'll keep on going because that's what we'll be doing to, well, to, 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 to make it, a living. It's picking up steam and... 
Yep. We, we sort of are. I mean, I, I am a reseller, and it's what I'm pursuing full-time. And the mummy and the monkey are all a part of that. It, it's all yep. connected as, as having a shop and being a seller and yep. also promoting our, our personal passion projects that we're doing. Yeah. You know, this is all... Um, we we love it, and yeah, we have done it for free, and we we will. Yep. Uh, but we also need to build this business up, and I need to buy us groceries. Yeah, and and that'll happen. You know, that's with the business, but with the uh, with the show without it's a without begging thing. or pleading or you know saying, yeah. hey, send us money. So so far so good. I mean, we're we're actually it's the you know what we're doing is starting to pay off a little bit enough to encourage us again to keep on going. And if we build a bigger fan fan base who knows where it'll go i mean uh, we keep hearing people want a mummy and the monkey comic book and a mummy and the monkey movie so, so. you are doing doodles for the comic book and yeah. then we are getting more media attention again yes um cleveland magazine recently now sun magazine yeah well or sun it, press it was it was cleveland magazine and then we had a shout out in scene magazine Scary Monsters magazine. We were in Scary Monsters magazine. We're in print. You could see our faces. Yeah. The mummy and they even put there. a picture of us in there. Yeah, we're sandwiched as horror hosts. Penny Dreadful, yeah. It wasn't just because of the store. No, this was us as horror hosts. Yeah. And we made it in Scary Monsters magazine. Yeah, so yeah, we'll post uh, some kind of information on that on our website. And then um, out of Berea, Ohio, we a very nice gentleman um, interviewed us for the Sun newspaper. Nice. So we're going to be on Cleveland.com under the Berea local section starting on Friday. He's writing up a nice little thing about us. And um, then the following week we will be in the Sun newspaper in Berea and Middleburg Heights. A printed newspaper? Yeah, printed Ooh. newspaper. So we're going to have to see if we I can get that. a copy of the Sun. Absolutely. Okay, I have no pumpkin seed. Got it in the shop. So. Wow. It was I guess we have to end the show now. Yeah, it was a jam-packed trick-or-treat night. Hope you enjoyed hanging out with uh, Janet and I uh, this Halloween night, where, whenever you're listening to it. Hopefully it's a Halloween night anytime you do listen to this broadcast. And uh, we had a blast. Thank you so much once again for hanging out with us. <laughs> so until next time. Good night, good fright, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ah. No, I'm fine No. All right, no. shut the door. We gotta turn all these lights off. Shut the door, Chicken Teeth Special thanks to Midnight Syndicate for the horribly macabre music. <laughs>